Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. That's the plan. We've got the girl with Derby in tow. No doubt we'll be coming in hot, so be ready to move. The damage from where I'm standing seems to be a wicked kind of bad. Acknowledged. I'll leave the car running then. You just get in. Let's move it! Come on! There should be a set of pressure doors ahead. Just follow the bodies. Oh, I can't imagine those doors holding for long. Alex, I feel a presence beneath. Something of incredible power, but in great pain. I can feel it through the floor, the walls, the stories that the Murr tell about the depths. They're true, aren't they? They are. I've been doing everything that I can to to help it dream, to stay asleep. It, it was easier when we were doing that together. I, I felt my hold on it slip when I was pulled out of the water. I, I've been so damn careful. Honey, you listen to me this time, the both of you. We talk on the move, got that? Fantastic. Used to be that the only monsters I believed in were the ones up top the core. Guess Ian's believing... What the fuck was that thing? What are we dealing with here? It's confusing. They they call it the Leviathan. Spliced it like they did the Myrrh. Fused their tech to it. Manufactured a life, but couldn't figure out how to make the controls work right. They went too far this time. They really went too far. And that's where you came in. Control. When I was a kid, I used to sing to the sea, or more specifically to the whales, before I realized they were all dead. When I got older, it became kind of a comfort thing, when I felt most alone. Nobody ever noticed until five years ago. When it heard you, so did Kraken. When they figured out some random girl was able to not only make contact where they'd failed, but to relax her. That's when they came for me. Amplified my powers with their tech, but it was barely enough. I did everything I could just to keep it subdued. Can you calm her now? It doesn't exactly work like that. Or it does, but it's not like a switch. I I need time and to not be running for my life. Until then, she's just feeling my distress and lashing out and she's always in such pain. Well, that's just great, isn't it? Can't we just knock you out? Can't stress if you're sleeping, right? Oh, does sleeping make your pain go away? This way, the kills I made are getting more interesting. Inspired, even. Which means I wasn't bored yet. We're not far from where I started. Fucking sick you are, Belle. (laughs) Pretend that you don't love the killing hero. I know better. I've seen the way you fight. 
Take notes. You're gonna love my work in the atrium. Oh, you just keep pushing and... Oh, shit! That atrium of yours better not be too much farther! The floor of the junction was treacherous, to be sure. Uneasy ground splitting at the seams, buckling under the colossal strength of the Leviathan. Like an ally laying in wait, the ocean was only too eager to find its way through every opening the creature made. All the while, the immense pressure continued to build, punching bolts from walls and supports in an effort to push even more liquid into the breach, to join the torrent filling the hall under their feet. Each pounding step became harder to manage, the flood underfoot providing the appropriate physical resistance, a partner to couple with Johnny's intrusive thoughts. Doubt was growing, maturing into actual fear that was new to her, that they might not make it. Not even during her worst, most hopeless moments had anything shaken her resolve like this. Usually desperation only amplified her drive to succeed, fed her adrenaline. Turning a corner, the sight of their exit did little to ease the sinking dread but it certainly helped them to push a little harder. Charging out onto the second floor mezzanine, the water that had been underfoot steadily spilled over the edge, down to flood the auditorium below. Indeed, a shallow pool had already formed down there and was filling fast. Last into the domed room, Whalen quickly found his way to the door's hollow pad, his eyes clouding over as he sifted through the memories of those who had manually operated the security doors before him. It was a safety drill, routine. Pressurized security doors meant to section off a safe area for base personnel in case of evac impossibilities. Though it would only hold for so long. A death trap. 22389. Not gonna lie. I was starting to wonder if you folk were gonna make it or not. If there had been any small moment, any chance to indulge in the relief that might have come along with slipping past this clear and present danger, the man standing on the other side of the room had stolen that. Unfortunate timing executed flawlessly. Without a doubt, the only thing that was keeping us safe, at least for the moment, was the empty air between the balconies we stood upon. I, of course, knew who he was or at least what he represented. He was the failsafe, the shadow that had followed behind the anomaly. Lin Feng Mian's boogeyman, executioner and cleaner both, sent to preserve the secret we had uncovered, that a Kraken executive had died during a heist, a misstep that had lost them control of their most valuable weapon, that mere men had stolen fire from the gods, that those same gods were fallible, and that if they were fallible, they could be challenged. This is what Lin had meant when she said that I doomed the both of us by digging this case up again. By speaking her name, was Kraken so powerful as to be alerted to the very memory of such an event? The utterance of a protected name, were the ripples truly that strong? How far did this conspiracy actually run? Whoever you are, this isn't the best time for a standoff. We're... 
Oh, let's be generous and say we're a few minutes out from this place, finding its way to the bottom of the drink. A rain check, perhaps? Kill you later, maybe? <sighs> Funny. A rain check. Kinda hard to cash that in nowadays, don't you think? It's always raining in Neo-Atlantis. It can't rain all the time. Save your breath, Johnny. I'm afraid self-preservation isn't going to be on this one's list. Is it, Mr. Indri? Indri? The gentleman? I thought he was dead. So did I. But here he is, isn't he? Walking, talking, breathing perfectly good air. Hoping to do some killing soon, too. Am I right? I'm afraid so, Miss Bell. Seems I'm on the clock for cracking again. Or so I've been told. Wasn't given much of a choice in the matter. Just a humble slave to the powers that be. <laughs> you know, we look up and see man-made gods, and hell, they'd profess to just that if they ever deemed to speak to us. Problem is, ain't no god I know who'd offer me a spot in their heaven. And figuring out how to imitate Lazarus isn't any proof of divinity to me. Watch your step. Mr. Indri. It was you, wasn't it? That came for me after I stuck my head up from the canals. I didn't catch a look at you before you blew your own full head off. That'll be enough, Mr. Indri. Enough conversation. You have a job to do. Finish it. Kill them. Return Alex Webb to us. Alive. Reckon that was likely me. Heard about it secondhand. But I'm afraid I've little recollection of the event itself. Damn shame, too. A confrontation between us would really be something to remember, wouldn't it? Suppose I've got the chance to fix that now. You can't remember. They've brought me back more than a few times, or so they tell me. Tabula rasa. Every time. Turns out, I'm not as cooperative as they'd like. Suppose the pay's not quite right. We're running out of time. Keep it quiet, Fishman. You're in over your head. This one's on me. At the end of the day, that's what we sold our souls for, isn't it, Mr. Injury? Promises the factions made us in those squalid little hubs of theirs. The chips never did add up to the actual wealth. Favors from pretenders. Merc life's a beggar's lot. Not meant for lions. Not meant for us. We called our price, didn't we? Sold our service to Kraken, and they gave us everything we asked for. Everything we've earned in cold, hard credits. I felt silk on my skin, washed blood off my hands, and sinks made of gold. But I never asked to live forever. Did you? Never promised them a damn thing past my own expiration date. I know that wasn't in my contract. Wasn't in mine, neither. I... <sighs> I didn't go out the way I thought I would, Sandra. I know you didn't, baby. But before we continue, I'll ask that you leave that name out of your goddamn mouth. Cassandra's dead. There's only Derby Bell now. Mr. Indre, she's distracting you from your goal. 
Do not fail us again. This moment of rebellion will be a short-lived joy that the board will not tolerate. <laughs> Fair enough, Miss Bell. I apologize for the misstep. You see, I'm mighty distracted right now by this little bird that's been chirping in my ear. Thinking maybe you could have a remedy for it? I think I know just the thing. Won't last long against their power, but I'm sure it'll be just enough to do this our way. Mr. Indri, this is... <sighs> My thanks. What I'd meant to say was that it didn't happen the way I expected. But that death was still mine. They took that from me. Took the moment I tailored for myself. When they wake me up, bring me back, I go through it again. I have no regrets. Except for that moment. It was supposed to be the end, not the beginning. Even if I, or one of these versions of myself, broke free, went back to lay eyes on my husband, on Wayne, I wouldn't even remember it, would I? Figure if I can't remember, well, I'm little better than a ghost already. <laughs> Not much they can offer a ghost, am I right? Can't even trust this will be the last time they promise you something, can you? Tabula Rasa's a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she sure is. Well, let me offer you something you can trust. Something real. We can kill each other, right here and now, in the belly of this place. Mom, y you can't. It'll be a good legend, Andrew. One loss with us. Think of it. Just you and me. Oh, they'll wonder about it topside. Those unfit to even lace our boots. They'll dream about how this went down. Kraken sent you to retrieve my daughter, didn't they? Kill the rest of us, I assume. Choice seems clear to me. Be the dog of your master's desire. Choose the death you deserve. Right here. Right now, with me. Alright, I see your play, Miss Bell. You're angling to get the best of me quick enough to catch up to your friends. I'm afraid it won't go the way you want it to. <laughs> I suppose we'll have to see about that. You mercs get my daughter home. I'll be along shortly. Mom! You've got to trust me, baby girl. This won't be the first time I rise from the ashes. I'll be damned if it's the last. Go on now. I'll be right behind you. You won't. Come on, sweetheart! We might still have enough time to make it out of here. Fuck me if I didn't think we were screwed, but as long as the other side isn't broken apart yet... Nick! How are we doing? Southside's still holding, but not for long. I've got our vessel commandeered, though. I have to admit, it's gonna be a bit of a cozy ride back to the surface. Sounds like fun. Waylon, get that door. Every second's gonna count. Alex, let's go! Johnny clasped her hand onto the wrist of Alex Webb, dragging her almost slack body along one foot after the other, while the siren stole one last look back at her mother. There was a smile on the woman's face as she drew the blade off her back. 
The grace in her practice movement was as natural to her as breathing. With one final tug through the door that might lead to their escape, Alex lost sight of her mother forever. She never witnessed that wry smirk falter. As her battlesuit deployed a stimulant to combat the wound, Wayland had gifted her. With any luck, the numbing agent would last long enough to make this a death worth dying for. In one fluid motion, Derby pitched herself over the rail of the mezzanine to drop onto the floor below with a splash that seemed to separate the water beneath her for a moment. She spun her blade with a slow, practiced flourish, the tip skimming across the surface of the water. An invitation to her partner for what would surely be their first and last dance. How the gentleman found his way down to meet her, she'd never know. He was just there his presence disturbing the surface of the water less than even the strangled droplets trickling down from above. With a flick of his wrists, the top joint of each of his fingers unclasped, becoming its own anchor to a molten line of monofilament much like the one that was drawn over the edge of her blade. Eight whips, no thicker than fishing line, and every one of them able to finish this duel on contact. She was impressed, though she wouldn't have the time to acknowledge it. They'd never tested their skills against one another before. At least, not like this. Sure, she'd heard all the stories, even watched him work. The last time, the only time, they'd met had been a game of cat and mouse through the canals where a freak accident had taken him out of commission before she had the chance to. She'd asked the gentleman for a dance, and without a doubt, that was precisely what she'd been given. The blade that had become her signature had almost sprung to life on its own, a natural extension of self, an expression of spirit. It whirled expertly, arcing in almost every direction at once, her defense an impenetrable sphere against an onslaught of glowing serpent-like whips. First blood would, without a doubt, be the last in this clash. This was impossible. Indri was nowhere near as accomplished a psychic as she. There was somehow, unbelievably, no opening. No moment her senses weren't screaming in her mind about some new and immediate danger. It was only a matter of time, she realized with a smirk. This was it. Her moment. Not how she expected it would come, but hers all the same. When you see me, you should think of fire. Risen from the ashes. Again, and again. I... I... once challenged Poseidon. Told him no uncertain terms that if he wanted my life, he'd have to come claim it himself. I'm afraid I don't follow. Poseidon's reach. Should have seen it coming. I'll see you soon, Derby Bell. I'm counting on it, Mr. Indry.
You've been listening to Cybernautica Undertow, brought to you by Red Fathom Entertainment. This episode features the voice talents of Luke Alfonso as Waylon Grant, Abigail Turner as Johnny, Alexander Dottie as Nick Ballard, Bianca Skinner as Derby Bell, Jordan Cobb as Alex Webb, Ryan Hoyle as the executor, John Patnode as the gentleman, Andrew Indry, Aubrey Poppleton as Elliot, Dan Bowd as the narrator. Voice extras included in the show notes. Undertow is directed by Amanda Hufford, written by Damien Sidlow, sound design by Chris Henry, with script editing by Jupiter Sanders. A special thank you to all of our incredible Patreon and Indiegogo backers who contributed funding to make this return to Neo-Atlantis possible. If you'd like to support Red Fathom Entertainment in continuing to create Cybernautica and other great audio drama stories, please stop by our website at www.cybernauticapod.com and find any number of ways to support the show as well as follow us on Twitter at CybernauticaPod. We hope to see you again in Neo-Atlantis, listener. Look to the sea. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. That's all I can do. That's all any of us can do. I was remote ops in the war. Neural implants let me control trucks, drones, whatever you got. Now I'm back and all these government issue prosthetics are falling apart. What the hell are you doing in my barn? I'm just looking for a little power, and then I'll be on my way. That'll be Arlen Frey. He must have seen you on the drone feeds. Who is he? The meanest son of a bitch with a badge. Broken Road. A dystopian audio drama coming Monday, July 25th, 2022 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you like to listen. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Broken Road Pod. Learn more at www.recursor.tv forward slash broken road.